Hello, this is Tim, the lead pastor of Mosaic Portland, and welcome to the Mosaic Portland podcast. We exist to follow Jesus in authentic community for the world. And right now we're gathering Sundays online uh, to worship together and to open up scripture together. And then after that, we have virtual house gatherings that meet all over our city. And the great thing about these is that you can actually join in wherever you're listening from. We think these right now are the best way to be known, to connect with others, uh, and to be on mission together. They're also where we pray together on Sundays in smaller communities, where we take communion together and debrief what the talk was about and engage scripture more. If you want to find out more information of how to be a part of one in this season, you can find out more info on our website, mosaicportland.org. Now let's go to scripture together as we listen to this podcast. Hi, I'm Adam. It's uh, really good to be with you today. Uh, I know it's been said already in this worship gathering, but I just want to say it again. So glad that you're here. Welcome. Uh, we're meeting digital. It's the 21, 2021 style of meeting. Uh, but, but what we're doing today, the Church of Jesus has been doing for thousands of years, opening scripture together, singing songs of worship, and then here in a few minutes, we'll take communion together in our house gatherings. I'm so glad to be with you. Um, I'm going to be continuing our series, Simple, uh, where we're looking at forming basic habits that, that connect us with Jesus, or another way of looking at that is simple ways of living that connect connect us to Jesus. And I know uh, when we talk about this topic of habits, that, that kind of does different things in us. For some of us who love habits and discipline, we might get really excited about this topic. Uh, for others of us who maybe aren't as excited about habits, um, we might feel a little angst or challenge. And my, my hope for us today is that we could set aside set aside any anxiety or shame um, around this idea of habits and just simply ask this question, how we can develop uh, ways of living that connect us daily and weekly closer to who Jesus is. And so today we're going to be looking at the habit of engaging in God's word. Uh, this, this book, the Bible, that, that we open every time that we meet, that, that shapes the way that we know God and that we connect with him, shapes the way that we meet as a community. How do we engage into this word daily and build habits or ways of living that help us engage into this word? Um, and so today, we're actually going to open scripture. I'm going to read a few verses uh, where, where scripture reveals um, something about itself to us. Uh, we're we're going to get to actually hear from someone in our community about their experience and wisdom and, and forming habits in scripture. And then at the end, I want to offer just a, a simple tool that, that I've used uh, to engage in scripture that, that hopefully might be helpful to you as well. Um, so if you have your Bible or you have your Bible app, turn with me to uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3. And uh, while you're getting there, I'll just give us a little context for what we're about to read. Uh, the books, 1 and 2 Timothy in the New Testament, were actually uh, initially letters written um, from a mentor named Paul to his mentee, a young man named Timothy. And they're just letters of instruction. Um, they, they hit all kinds of topics of life. And we're going to be reading towards the end of the second letter where, where he's kind of wrapping things up. 
And in doing so, he's given his final instructions to Timothy and, and some of his final warnings to Timothy and, and some of the setting that Timothy is, is living in is in a setting where people have bought in to false teaching. They've bought in to living lives based on man's wisdom, on their own sensibilities and intuition. And, and Paul is actually directing Timothy towards scripture and the wisdom of scripture. And this is what he says. This is 2 Timothy uh, chapter 3, starting in verse 14. Paul says this, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you have learned it and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. He ends his letter to Timothy by saying to continue in the wisdom that is found in scripture. And it mentions here that, that Timothy has known scripture, has been exposed and engaged in scripture since his infancy. And, and most scholars attribute that to his, his mother and his grandmother. And, and, and Paul is saying to continue in that wisdom that you have been engaging in since your childhood, because this wisdom is God-breathed and it's useful. It's God-breathed, meaning it's, it's inspired by God. It has come from God and it's useful. It shapes who we are. It equips us. So what does it mean for us to understand that, that God's word was breathed out by him, that it was from his inspiration, from his heart, and from his mind, that it's, it's not just simply a, a book of, of history or a book of moral ideas, but, but that all these words from cover to cover represent his heart and his mind breathed out for us to know him. And that these words are breathed out, they're inspired by God and they're useful. They shape who we are, they equip us. God's word informs every part of our lives. How we uh, are raised, how we interact as kids, how we interact with our parents um, in, in our married lives, in our singleness, at work, and how we engage with society. Scripture speaks to the, those things and informs us and brings us wisdom, not simply wisdom of our age or wisdom of, of humanity, but wisdom from him. Uh, Eugene Peterson in his book called Eat This Book says this, the Bible all of it is livable. It is the text for living our lives. It reveals a God-created, God-ordered, God-blessed world in which we find ourselves at home and whole. What a beautiful picture of scripture, a text for living our lives. That this word that is breathed out by God, inspired by God, and is useful because it is breathed out by God is a text for living our lives. That is a great motivation for you and I to cultivate habits and ways of living that daily engage in this scripture. That it's not a one-time read, that it's, that it's not something that speaks to us once, but it's something that speaks to us over 
and over. I was having this, this conversation with someone um, who, who is new to reading scripture, and this was a little while back, and, and their concept of reading scripture was that it was going to be a little bit like, like an instruction manual. You know, that, that book that you get when you buy the big thing from Ikea, and you open the box, and the, the book falls out with, with pictures and, and no words, and doesn't make much sense. But, but with an instruction manual, you read it and it leads you on this linear path that, that A connects to B and C connects to D and you go on. And then when you're done, you have a finished product. And then what do you do with the instruction manual? You, you pitch it, right? You, you recycle it. You don't, you don't need it anymore. It, it's, it's, it's revealed its wisdom. You've used its wisdom and it's, it's done. That's not what God's scripture is. It's life for us over our entire lives that meets us every time we open it day by day. Maybe it doesn't meet us in, in, in a fantastic, spectacular way every time, but it's faithfully shaping who we are and influencing our lives like an old lifelong friend or, or the way a, a river carves a riverbed. Scripture has a way of speaking to us over and over and over again when we engage it daily. We're given a, a great word picture of, of uh, how we can engage with scripture in Psalm 119, um, a pretty well-known Psalm. Maybe you've heard it before. It's verse 105, and it says this, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light unto my path. This, this word picture that, that scripture gives us about itself, that, that this word is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Now, I don't have a ton of experience with old world lamps, the kind that, that used kerosene and burned a wick, but, but I don't imagine that, that they're really bright. I don't imagine that they're shining like a high-powered LED for hundreds of yards. They're, they're just revealing what's, what's most immediate. I kind of had this experience camping um, this thing happens to me, and I think it probably happens to you. Whenever I go camping, my bladder betrays me in the middle of the night, and I have to get up and go to the bathroom. And, and it was the middle of the night, so we're camping, and there's no lights. It's pitch dark. And I got up, and my flashlight batteries were down to about 1%. And when I turned it on, it just kind of glowed a little bit. It didn't really reveal uh, 10 yards or 20 yards ahead. It didn't show me if there was a bear over there or raccoons over there. It, it was just showing me my next few steps and then my next few steps. But, but as I walked with that light, it continued to illuminate in front of me. This is a picture of how scripture is influencing us when we engage it daily. Man, I, I would love for scripture at times to tell me, oh, this trial that you're facing, this hard time that you're facing in 372 days, that's gonna go away. And, and then you'll be in the clear for another few months. And then this is gonna be coming down the pipe. And, and, and scripture doesn't reveal all that my life has for me and your life has for you, but it, but it reveals God's presence day by day, who he is and who we are because of who he is. This picture of walking with this daily light and engaging daily. And it's, it's a living scripture because it represents a living God. I'm gonna read these, these next few words out of um, Hebrews chapter four, and then I'm gonna invite my friend Sue uh, to join me. And you, you guys are gonna love Sue. She is fantastic. Uh, but Hebrews four, this is verses 12 and 13. And it, it tells us about this book, that, that it's not a one-time read. It's not an instruction manual that we get initial advice from and then we're done, but, but it's active and living and all creation is laid bare before its authority. Listen to these words. 
For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to, uh, to dividing soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from its sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Hi, Sue. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, if you guys don't know who Sue, Sue and Robert Young have been a part of Mosaic for five and a half years, started at Mosaic North. And actually, we're in the same Vancouver house gathering. Shout out to our, our Vancouver people. Um, Sue, thanks for joining us. Uh, today, we are talking about uh, cultivating habits that in, engage in scripture. And um, as I was thinking about this, I was thinking about you um, as someone who has some insight and wisdom about this, uh, partly because I know you, but also um, based on a teaching you did uh, during the summer when we were doing Thursdays in the Word, you did a teaching on, on reading scripture, and it was just so clear that, that uh, God's Word has been formative for you, it shaped you, and so I just wanted to bring you on here and ask a few questions and, and glean a bit from your experience and your wisdom. So thanks for being here. Um, first question I have is when, when did you start engaging in, in developing habits of engaging in, in God's word? Probably in my teenage years, um, I became a Christian at a really young age at four. So at that time, of course, I didn't understand all the implications of what I needed to do. I just knew I had Jesus in my heart. But in my teenage years, by about 16 or so, I knew I needed to make Jesus Lord. And part of that was diving into scripture and learning more about what God's word says. That's that's such a cool story. Yeah. Uh, starting in your your teenage years. And uh, it sounds like you're still engaging in scripture a few years later. A couple. Uh, a couple of years later. We, we won't go down that path. Um, so, Sue, you're, you're a lifelong learner, and, and part of what we're talking about today is that Scripture isn't something that we glean wisdom from once, but, but it impacts us over our lifetime. So what, what has that experience of engaging in Scripture for a number of years, um, how has that impacted your life? I don't think we ever stop learning, and if we do, um, it's time to go to heaven, but... Uh, <laughs> um, I can read a passage of scripture maybe 10, 20 times and something happens in my life or I'm just happen to be studying it again and it jumps off the page at me and the light bulb comes on and I learn something new or that's relevant for my life at that point. Um, an example is the last couple of weeks I've been really distressed and stressed <laughs> and God just said, look at Psalm 37. And I've studied Psalm 37 a lot. And um, where it says, trust in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And, but never notice that three times in that passage, it says, do not fret, do not fret, do not fret. He's in control, he's in charge. And um, that has been really comforting to me. So um, just keep reading over and over and uh, Holy Spirit, turns that light bulb on for you. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Uh, how God just meets us faithfully with his word uh, time and time again as we journey with him. Uh, Sue, so I'm, I'm wondering as we're, as we're talking about this, uh, for some of us, we've uh, gone around the lap a few times in, in reading scripture and engaging these kind of habits. 
uh, some of us, we might be in the starting blocks, kind of developing these habits, maybe for the first time or maybe rediscovering them even. Uh, it, what are some of the, the challenges to, to kind of consistently engaging in God's word? Um, what are some of the challenges you are maybe having now or have had in the past that you could share with us? I think probably the biggest challenge is time, and it depends on the season in life that you are. When I was a teenager, it wasn't so hard because, you know, I was used to studying. But as I became a mom and a single mom and a working mom, um, didn't feel like I had as much time. I always try to do some kind of little devotional. But as I've been retired, I've had a lot more time to spend in the word. But I think one of the main things that I've had to do all through my life is be intentional intentionally say I'm going to read the word, whether it's one verse or a, a devotional book, whatever it happens to be, a study book. Being in a Bible study really helps me stay in the word, but um, just intentional and making it easy and accessible. I keep my Bible on a side table in my living room next to my chair. I get up in the morning, I sit down with my cup of coffee and there's my Bible. Um, it, making it simple. And if I skip something one day, I don't give up. You know, I do it the next day and I keep on going. Yeah, that's, that's so important um, to not, not beat ourselves up or create a, a, uh, a system of shame for ourselves or something like that. Um, Sue, right. I, I just want to thank you so much for coming and, and sharing some of your experience and what this has looked like for you. And I appreciate you and Robert. Love to get to to do life with you guys uh, in our, our Vancouver house gathering. And just want to thank you for being with us today. Thank you. So good to hear from Sue. Thanks for sharing. Um, hey, I, I mentioned at the beginning that, that I want to offer a simple tool that, that's something that I've used um, as a means of engaging in scripture uh, daily. And if you're new to reading scripture, this is a great tool um, for that word engagement of how to actually step into a time of reading scripture and walk away with something to apply. Um, if you've been reading scripture for a long time, it's a great tool and you're free to use it. But, it, but it's uh, wrapped around a simple acronym um, called SOAP, S-O-A-P. And uh, how to soap, how I soap, when I open scripture and read whatever portion I set out to read, um, the first thing I do is I'm looking for uh, a scripture, S, in the first letter of the acronym, something that stands out to me. And it might stand out to me because of a season of life I'm in and it just really applies. It, it oftentimes stands out to me because the God's spirit living within me reveals that scripture to me. And so what I do is, is I write it down in my journal. I'm, I'm analog, I have a journal. You might uh, write it or type it into your tablet or, or, or smartphone, but, but to capture uh, that, that scripture and then go on to O, which is observation, which is just simply answering the question, what does this scripture teach me? What, what is this scripture revealing about God, about, about what he's called me to, about the world? What is this scripture teaching me? And then going from there to A, which is application which is answering the question, how do I apply this scripture and what I've just learned into my life? How do I pull it into my day-to-day -day living? How do I pull it into uh, that, that relationship I'm having at work or into uh, our finances or, or to what I'm facing? How do I pull what God has just revealed to me in his scripture into my life? And then the last step is, is P, is prayer. It's, it's first thanking God for being faithful and meeting us in his word and then asking him for the grace and courage to live out what we've just read in scripture.
So it's a really simple tool uh, that I've used for a lot of years. In fact, I'll share one um, with you that, that I've written here in my journal. Um, this was off of James chapter 3, verse 17. In the scripture I wrote down, it says this, but the wisdom from above is first of all pure and peaceable, gentle and open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. My observation, the things that I learned is, is this, the wisdom that comes from you, God, brings light and joy into the world. It reveals your character. It's not a wisdom of self-promotion or self-gain, but a wisdom of pure understanding of who you are and a wisdom that reflects your nature. How do I apply this? God, today I seek to live based off your wisdom, the wisdom from above that reveals your goodness to those I cross paths with. Today, I don't wanna live based on the wisdom of man, but I choose to live on your wisdom. And my prayer at the end simply is this, Father, give me the strength and courage to live out wisdom from above today. And thank you for your faithfulness, amen. So just this simple tool of, of walking through scripture and, and actually engaging it and saying, what is this scripture teaching me? How can I live it out? And then asking God to give you the strength and courage to live out what scripture is revealing. A simple habit, a simple way of living that helps us engage in scripture that over a lifetime span begins to truly shape who we are, begins to influence and equip us for every season of life. So my, my invitation um, as, as we finish our time and we get ready to go back to sing and then we're gonna step into our house gatherings, my invitation um, is, is, is for a few of us, for those of us who have yet to cultivate any kind of habits around scripture, I just wanna encourage you to be bold enough to try something new. Um, if you need advice on where to start or a reading plan, you can ask your house gathering leader. Uh, you can email one of us here at the church. We, we would love to resource you, but I wanna encourage you to be brave enough to do something poorly, meaning you might not know how to do it well initially, but, but to have the courage to keep trying it and to keep trying it. Uh, for those of us who we have cultivate uh, habits of engaging in scripture, uh, I want to pass on the same encouragement that Paul had for Timothy, which is simply just to continue in that wisdom over and over again, as God is shaping us through his living word. Father, uh, today, um, as we are getting ready to go back uh, to singing and then to step into our house gatherings, and um, we're learning about the life um, that, that we get when we plant ourselves in your scripture daily over and over again, I pray um, that as we go from this place that you would give us just a true hunger and thirst in our hearts for your word that we would find ourselves, even if we've never cultivated these habits before, longing to hear your living words and to apply them into our lives. And we thank you, Lord, in your name. Amen. Is that good? So Great. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh,